So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. The Rock has finally addressed a potential match with Roman Reigns in an interview this weekend. Will we see the great one go one-on-one against the Tribal Chief? Plus... We got news on Tony Khan talking about the recent massive WWE release that went down on Friday and if he's going to take on some of those superstars in AEW and one WCW legend, Conan, que viva la raza, says that Roman Reigns is more influential than CM Punk. Is that what you guys think? We're going to talk all about it today in the Top Story. What's up, sports keto wrestling fans? Thank you for joining us. It is the Monday evening edition of the Top Story. I'm your host, Jose G. Next to me is Jeremy Bennett, my partner in crime every afternoon here on the Top Story. We got lots to talk about, man, because oh boy, not only we had those big releases on Friday, but The Rock is all over the place on Monday afternoon. What's up, Jeremy? Yeah, The Rock, uh, all sorts of Rocky news here today. Uh, First off, uh, The Rock did uh, have an interview here recently with comicbook.com and says that he is open to have another match if it makes sense. He said, uh, Mm. quote, I don't know if I will have another title run considering I'm the people's champion. I don't know if it is another title run, but I think possibly there might be another match down the road. It would make sense, and it would seem that it would be Roman. I'm very close with Roman, obviously, and we talk about this all the time. I continue to encourage him in uh, to keep doing his thing and sharpening those skills. I think he's doing a great job with his promo, his execution, his in-ring work. It all continues to improve and grow. That's always the best part. I think the world. I think. Um, I think about that world of professional wrestling is that when someone gets anointed and given the ball to run, they either score a touchdown with it or they don't. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, then. There came news uh, earlier uh, earlier this morning uh, where The Rock sat down with Andrew Friend of Dish Nation and basically mm-hmm. said, there is no truth to the rumors that he'll face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. So after mm-hmm. all of that, he then dispels <laughs> that they're not going to they're not they're not going to wrestle at WrestleMania. So, I, you know. I don't know. Is he is he throwing a red herring here? I I, I don't know what what the Rock is doing here. I don't know. He got two conflicting things, right? He says, yeah, he he he. If the possibility is there, if it makes sense, he'll do it. Yeah. But what we can't say for now, right, is that for WrestleMania 38 in Dallas, it is a no go. More than likely, it'll probably be 39 in Hollywood, which absolutely makes sense to me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, and obviously they said at this time, you know, that uh, I think he's going to be in Australia or something, right? The Rock? 
at the time. Yeah, so he's yeah, yeah he's going to be in Australia. He is filming Young Rock season two out there. So yeah. there's going to be uh, he, he he is consumed. He is the busiest man in Hollywood right now. There you go, right here, Andy in the chat. Rock will draw number twenty eight at the Rumble and win after being in there for five. That minutes. would be great. That would be great, right? Like that. That God, would just if, tug ooh. tug on everybody's heart and really piss a lot if of people that, off. If that if that music hits. And uh, smoke. Oh boy! What the rock? Boom boom! It's cooking, bro. That pop is gonna get so loud, crazy. crazy. Yeah, I, I don't that's know. Not the, that's not the only rock story that we got this weekend. So, no. Jeremy, remember that? Uh, remember that? Uh, that that whole beef that the rock <laughs> has with Vin Diesel? Yeah. Uh, in an interview that he talked about that, where he said that uh, Dwayne does not want to work on camera with Vin Diesel. They just both have different philosophies on how they approach acting and making movies. And over the weekend, one Vin Diesel sent out a post on Instagram and said that Dwayne must fulfill his role on the last movie of Fast 10 to close out the series. Is, is this really going to be the last movie? Is this really going to be the last movie? They're probably going to make 10 more, Jeremy. Come but, on. This ain't the last movie. But they, this is supposed to be the last one and that there's nobody else on planet Earth that can play Hobbs than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Man, imagine, imagine if you got Cena and Rock in that crew. Man, that's going to be a, a hell of a movie for wrestling fans. I think... Yeah. I, I'm sure they're gonna bury the hatchet. I don't know what kind of hatchet it was, even if it was that that big Money of talks, a beef. Bro. I don't think it was that big of a beef, but you never know. And uh, you almost have to have the rock for Fast Ten, don't you think? I mean, it's it only makes I mean, sense. There's only one person that can play Luke Hobbs, and his name yeah. is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I do want another Hobbs and Shaw movie though, too, because that one was that was a great movie. With that uh, was fun. Nathan. That was a fun movie. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I like but that one. guys, sound off in the comments. Let us know what you think of all this crazy rock news. Is he going to face Roman? Is he going to be at WrestleMania? Will he be in Fast Ten with Vin Diesel? Who knows? Sound off in the comments. Let us know what you think. And while you're sounding off in the comments, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Engage with the show. And smash that notification bell. We got tons of content dropping on the daily team tonight. We got Legion of Raw with Vince Russo, bro, and Dr. Chris Featherstone. Wednesday night, you got me and Rico El Glorioso covering the debrief on AEW and NXT. And Friday nights, we got Dirty Dutch Mantel, Rick Cucino, and SP3 talking smack on Smack Talk with uh, SmackDown and AEW Rampage. So we got tons of stuff. And then the daily top story every afternoon right here with you guys so let's uh let's jump into our second story here tony khan uh discusses the recent releases by wwe if you guys remember friday afternoon was a very busy day for us or busy afternoon i should say busy evening <laughs> uh here at sports Keto wrestling uh while the story broke in the middle of the top story we yeah. were covering the names as they were getting released and being unveiled a total of 18 superstars were let go on friday uh, it hit the wrestling world like a sack of bricks on your chest. Everybody felt it. Uh, there's a, a lot of superstars have already commented on it. But now we get to hear from Tony Khan, the president of AEW, had an interview today with Wade Killer Pro Wrestling Torch. What what did good old Uncle Tony have to say? Uh, Tony said every time they cut 20 people, let's just say it's terrible because every time someone loses a job, it's affecting them and the people around them. Some of these people might have wanted to leave, but in general, most probably did not. 
It's terrible when anyone loses their work, and I feel for them. Each and every one counts. I'm going to take a ballpark number, and I'm not trying to make light of everything, but everyone counts, and this is probably not the exact amount, but every time they let go, say, 20 people, I think there may have been, in general, one, two, or three people in there that I'm interested in snatching up. Uh, they keep doing these mass layoffs, and each time I find a few people, and the company gets a little stronger and stronger. I do see a few in this wave. I don't want to say who or when I would be interested in them, but there are a few interesting people they let go, and same goes with the last wave and the wave before that and before that. Each wave, there are a few interesting ones, and this was no exception. Obviously, Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, uh, Mia Yim, uh, you know, those are going to Ember Moon, Nia Jax. And uh, yeah, going back to The Rock, I mean, what do you think are his thoughts on uh, Nia getting released? You think he maybe uh, is upset with uh, WWE a little bit on that? I don't know. You know, he's a businessman, too. You know, so you probably he probably feels for Nia, right? Um, Because that's that's family. That's part of his uh, of the Anoa'i family branch. Right. But, um, you know. He's a businessman, and and he probably understands what WWE is from that standpoint. But I'm I'm also sure he can sympathize as a performer. What when because at one point The Rock was going to be fired before he got red hot. You know, back when he was Rocky Maivia, there was yeah. a point there where they were like, mm, "We're going to can you if you can't get any better." Uh, so I I can't speculate or speak on behalf of Dwayne, uh, but what I can say that you know, being that he's works on both sides of the aisle. I'm sure that he can sympathize with both sides. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, most of them have a 90 day, no compete. Um, I think Scarlet is the only one I've heard that had a 30. I don't know if you, have you heard of anybody else that had a 30? Um, no, I haven't heard anyone that had any, uh, any 30 or sixties. Uh, the only 30 ones are the ones from NXT that I've heard. Uh, but yeah. everybody else has nineties, but and even like, 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 go ahead. Lorcan had a 90 though, too. So, um, really? Yeah, he he said that. Uh, I think he said that on his YouTube channel that he's got a ninety day no compete. Wow, that's kind of unexpected. Uh, <clears throat> what what's actually kind of surprising to me because you had mentioned last week when we were uh, talking about BFAB when she was released that she mm. had just signed a deal. Yeah, it was like the day before or the same day or something like that. I thought it was, and man, if she wouldn't have signed that deal, she probably would have still been with that NXT contract and would have been out thirty days. All of yeah, them. yeah. It is weird. Just to, it was weird watching Hit Row without her this week too, man. It was just it really was, and it was so weird hearing the intro music without her vocals on it. I yeah. think that's what's so iconic. Well, at least not. I want to say iconic, but what's really catchy about that song? Boom! Yeah, that first bar Hit Row, and even that on uh, and even when they're doing promos backstage, and she's and she's saying it too. You know, there were there were spots where you're uh, during that whole thing with Sammy, you could tell. Oh, we would have had this spot. We would have had this spot with BFAB, but she's not there anymore now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Richard in the chat, who do you think AEW will pick up first? I think it's going to probably be down to Karrion Cross and Keith Lee. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Keith Lee's already got a booked appearance uh, after fe- on February third. Uh, he's going to be doing uh, something in Baltimore. But Keith Lee, man, Keith Lee has a history with a lot of guys in AEW, mm-hmm. and I think well, the crowd will appreciate him. And I think he'll probably get treated a lot better in AEW than he did in the main roster. Yeah, definitely. In, uh, in WWE. Because he was treated really well in NXT. Treated like royalty. It was just when he made that jump over to, to the main roster, man, just killed him. At, literally almost killed him. 
I could see Blake Christian going to AEW or going back to Impact. He was in Impact for a very short time before he signed his uh, NXT deal as Trey Baxter. So I could mm-hmm. see him uh, going to either one. Um, you know, Impact's going to pick up a few of these. And it's just crazy how Ring of Honor now is is going on a hiatus just as all these people are coming free. Uh, mm-hmm. Some could wrestle Final Battle, though, if, uh, you know, if they've got the 30 day, uh, if they've got the 90 day, obviously they won't be able to wrestle at ROH, but uh, some will probably show up in GCW as well. Uh, Trey Baxter has already been confirmed to appear uh, at a show here coming up soon too. So uh, lots of options, especially with the rise of GCW, uh, lots of options for these guys going forward. Uh, unfortunately, Ring of Honor not being one of them. Yeah, man, uh, it's a it's a tricky situation with everyone involved. And uh, you know, I did read a comment a little bit earlier. What if Sinclair Broadcasting just pumps because they have money? Well, I know they they're what twenty million in debt. Was it twelve million in debt? Yeah, I can't remember the number, Something but it like was that. a lot. I thought it was in the billions, but maybe I'm wrong. Was it maybe billions? I re- yeah, I thought it was like something ridiculous too. Right? Yeah. Uh, but someone puts like, oh, well, what if Sinclair Broadcasting pumps money into ROH? And bro, they can't afford any of those names on uh, on that release list right now. Yeah, I don't. That's know. just my opinion, though. Uh, would it be cool? Absolutely. Don't know if it happens. All right, man. Let's jump into our last story of the night here, uh, guys. So we see it every single day here in the top story in the chat. <laughs> the big tribalism wwe aew i hate wwe i hate we see it every single day and we oh, try yeah. to do our very best to be as objective and neutral as possible because at the end of the day guys we're all the winners here because we're the ones consuming all this wrestling right and we are fortunate enough to bring everything all the results anything that's going on in the world of wrestling to you but today We had an interesting take from one WCW legend, Conan. Conan, one of my favorite wrestlers back in the day. Arriba la raza. That was my guy. That was my guy. Wolfpack for life. Love Conan. He has his own podcast. He has his own show, Keeping It 100. And today he had a comment uh, between Roman Reigns and CM Punk. And this was a very interesting take. And just to kind of quote, He says, uh, basically kind of discussing on who has more influence in the business, Conan or Punk. And he says, I think that for one night or one month, CM Punk was. Then he continues, for the whole year, what Roman has been able to do, increase ratings, increase buzz, maintain a great storyline for over a year with different guys, get an aura about him that only The Rock's probably going to defeat. I think he's been way more influential. End quote. Very that to a lot of AEW fans, that's going to be very controversial. But what's your take on this, Jeremy? Because I think this is Conan's appeared on AEW. Conan has worked mm-hmm. with with um, Santana and Ortiz on AEW. Uh, mm-hmm. So I like that he's being objective on what he's seeing. But do you agree with that assessment? Well, it's too early to tell. Uh, we haven't really had anything concrete with cm punk yet in terms of a feud we've just had little things that lead up to matches so it's too i think it's too early to really tell because you've got you've got the body of work of roman reigns that he's laid out for over a year now almost two years now uh of of being the tribal chief and so you've got that 
Um, has it really increased ratings? I don't know. Uh, it, looking at the numbers, I mean, SmackDown has fallen below 2 million a few times. It's not necessarily saying that he's driven the ratings for Fox. Uh, increasing buzz, yeah, and, and maintaining a great storyline. That is true as well because it's been one of the best told stories that WWE's done where they basically suck at long-term storytelling. They've actually done a good job with this one, probably a lot in part due to Paul Heyman. I'm guessing yeah. Paul has a lot of input into that, and that's why this story has kind of stood out from whatever has, has happened with you know other stories in WWE and, and how they just really can't get a good long-term story going with anybody. Um, but it's too certain to tell with CM Punk. It, the story is just beginning with him. So you, yeah. you can't really compare the two right now. I think that's actually a really good assessment. You know, we've only had Punk back in the business uh, since September. All right. So it's been, what, two months going on three. And you're right. He hasn't had any major feuds. He had some good matches, but he hasn't had like a, 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 a straight up long feud with anyone to be like, oh, wow, he's moving the needle or, you know, doing that. But the same thing you can say about Roman Reigns. They've really just been establishing who he is as this new persona of the tribal chief, the head of the table. And you're absolutely right. Paul Heyman has a lot to do with that. And I think that's one of the reasons uh, why it has been successful for Roman, but I think we'll see what will happen once CM Punk is in that title contention. And when he has a, like a legit storyline where he's yeah. actually chasing the title, I think that's where <clears> we're going to, we're going to see a little bit more captivating stories from CM Punk. But I think you're right. I think, uh, right now to make a, an assessment on who's more influential. I think it's a little bit early right now. Yeah, but man, that stuff with Punk and Eddie last week was just tremendous. It was great. It was so, really great. I, so I watched it today because I haven't had a chance to catch up on any wrestling oh, over the weekend, but I just watched it earlier today and it was a great promo. I absolutely loved it. Man, I mean, I don't, you know, and I don't know if they have any plans for after full gear. Probably not, but if they if they could stretch that feud out, that could turn into something great because that, that promo last week on Friday was just tremendous. Uh, mm -hmm. Jose got a question in the chat here from Victor. Uh, who's your pick between Miro and Brian this Saturday at Full Gear? Oh, man, this is uh, this is a really tough one. I, I love both of these guys, but I'm really right now, I'm really behind Miro. As much as I love Daniel Bryan, I'm really behind <clears throat> Miro. There's yeah. probably going to be a lot of people that are going to be against me. They'll be like, how can you pick Miro over Brian? This is just my personal choice. I absolutely love what Miro has been doing, and I'm very upset of the treatment that he's been getting lately over the last few months. I'm glad that he got put in that tournament. Unfortunately, um, for who, who was the guy that got taken out of that tournament? Mox. Oh, John Moxley. Moxley because yeah. unfortunately for Mox, he yeah. couldn't compete because because of, of the stuff that he's going through personally. Yeah, but this is Miro's opportunity to capitalize. I'm just hoping he's able to capitalize. That's all I'm. Yeah. Hoping. Yeah, I don't know. My my gut was Daniel Bryan, but when I or Brian Danielson, but you know, when I when I go to do my podcast on Wednesday, I I don't know because it doesn't really make sense to put Dan Danielson up against Hangman uh, mm -hmm. because I expect Hangman to win. I mean, the story's been being been, been told for about a year and a half now that it, it almost has to be Hangman winning the title here. Uh, it, while it would be a great match, I just don't. It just doesn't fit. So putting. I, I honestly thought Mox was going to win that tournament because he's kind of turning heel as it is anyways. So I thought that was going to be a great fit. So now the more I think about it, the more I think they're going to put Miro in that situation. I I don't think he's going to beat Paige, at least not right away. 
um, because I don't I don't think that they want to make Page a transitional champion. They they've been telling the story for too long to make him a transitional champion. But I do think Miro is going to beat Danielson on Saturday. We'll see, man. It's going to be a, a history making pay per view. It should be good. Uh, any early predictions to anyone who might show up on Saturday? Ah. Mm. Uh. Somebody's ninety day no compete is uh, just just a uh, burnt up uh, uh, the end of the month, uh, Mister Wyndham. Uh, so that that's obviously out there. Um, he has been putting some cryptic tweets out as of as of late. I still feel that Strowman's going to impact, um, but you never know. I I do think Wyndham's going to AEW though. So man, I you know. And, and, well, I guess he's not out of contract yet, but man, it'd be kind of cool to see Brody King align mm -hmm. with the house of black. Cause of course he's uh PWG tag champions with Malachi black right now. I, that, that probably won't happen until revolution. Uh, but I expect Brody King probably to come over to AEW sometime down the road too. Uh, I, I, I gotta say it's gotta be Wyndham at this point. Uh, I don't know what else they're, I don't know what else they, gave. I don't even know who else is out there to be honest right now, but I mean, Wyndham would be cool. I, I I just really don't see it anytime soon right now. Um, mm. As far as a big name, I mean, you know, I I always want to I always want to put like Braun. I think Braun would be a good fit, but will he be there though? You know, it's yeah. like that's this is one of the things. Maybe we don't get any big debuts at Revolution. You know, so and I'm okay with that because that way we can focus on what's going on with the actual match and the tournament and all that stuff. Like, so I don't know. It's anybody's guess, but we are definitely going to have a lot of coverage this weekend for, oh, AE yeah. for mm -hmm. AEW's um, full gear pay-per-view. We're going to have our post show Saturday night. We're going to have predictions earlier in the week. So the only way you can get all that info guys, you have to subscribe to the sports key, the channel. It's the only way you got to do it. You, you do that. You smash that notification bell. And that way, you know, whenever we drop brand new content tonight, Immediately after all, we got Legion of Raw with Dr. Chris Featherstone and Vince Russo, bro. And Wednesday night, we got the debrief, myself and Rico. That's immediately after AEW Dynamite. And then on Friday night, we got Smack Talk with Dirty Dutch Mantel, Rick Cucino, and SP3 covering SmackDown and AEW Rampage. Guys, you can follow me at Jose G Official on the Instagram and on the Twitter. Uh, you can also follow Recons of Wrestling. We have a great show last week. Uh, with the main event guys from Pro Wrestling Action. They had a great show this weekend, uh, Rise of the Titans. Go ahead and check that out. I have a great interview with both Chacha Charlie and the mother lover, Jake Tucker. Go ahead and check that out right now. Jeremy, uh, what you got going on in the Lost of the Mid Card? Lost of the Mid Card, uh, we will be at you on Thursday uh, early evening with uh, Matt and myself. We will uh, predict the full gear card and, of course, talk about all the top stories that have happened out throughout the week. We took last week off because I was sick, but uh, we'll be back with that full gear prediction show. Search for Lost in the Mid Card. Uh, make sure you select the new feed option if you're doing the podcast or if you're on the YouTube. Uh, give us a subscribe, hit that bell, and uh, that way you know when we drop a new show on Thursday for you. Bro, great. Go ahead and do that, guys. Follow Jeremy. Follow myself. Show the support. And follow Sports Kilo Wrestling. Because remember, when you're watching wrestling, you got to do the most important thing, which is what, Jeremy? Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. 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 Let me talk to you.